You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic with Dr. Heidi, a toxic relationship specialist. Here, we bring hope, healing, and freedom to those who have been affected by toxic relationships and emotional abuse. Learn to not only recognize a red flag when you see one, but have the courage to choose yourself and move forward in a life that's free from toxic control of others. Living in an environment that's not healthy for you can cause this type of abuse to be accepted as normal. The truth is, it's not normal. It's toxic. Hey there, everybody. This is Dr. Heidi, and you're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. Rid your life of toxic people. I'm super excited about today's episode. Not that I'm not excited about every episode, but I'm super excited about today's episode because I'm watching the people in the Strength Within online support group, and this seems to be something that is affecting a lot of the people that are in that group. Um, if you are uncertain about the group that I'm talking about, I have a private Facebook group uh, online. It's on Facebook. It's called Strength Within. Um, the entire community is people just like you who are struggling with the same types of relationships in their lives. Uh, as we all know, toxic relationships are not just in intimate relationships. They can be family members. They can be friendships. They can be coworker type situations. Um, they can be in your social circles as well as spousal or intimate partner type relationships. So within that support group, every type of relationship is represented. But as you listen to me speak and as those who've gone through my private programs, I assure you that once you understand what a toxic person is after and what motivates them to do the things that they do, you will then be able to handle any toxic person that comes into your life, regardless of what type of relationship it is. So if you are not in that group, or if you're looking for a positively focused support group, it's called Strength Within. Go ahead and search it. The cover photo is a white flower growing out of a gray rock. And there's a few questions to answer upon entrance and you'll be approved to get in that group. That group is very positive. I try very hard to keep the remnants of the toxic people out of that group. So if you join the group, please take five seconds to read the rules um, because we want to keep it encouraging. There's plenty of support groups out there that seem to keep people in a dark cloud. And the goal of this support group is not that. I want this to be a community of people that encourage you to keep going, that provide answers, and that can relate to the situation you're in. So Strength Within is the support group, and right now we are nearing 2,000 people in there. Um, everyone in there has been great in their supportive comments and in their encouragement of each other. So it's a great place to be if you have not either heard of it or if you have not made the move to join it. Again, it may not be for everybody, you don't have to be active in it. You can read if you don't feel like posting. It's totally up to you at what capacity you use it at. But as I am going through some of the posts in there, I am finding that many people right now, and I remember doing it myself, continually seeking validation for the situation that they're in. And 
Validation, because I like definitions, validation is the action of checking or proving the accuracy of something. So why when we're in relationships that should be positive and should be growing and should be healthy and should be making you a better person, are we seeking for validation in why the relationship isn't working? Now, in the beginning of relationships, and this is probably most relationships, um, everything seems pretty good. Whether it's a good relationship that's going to stay a good relationship or whether it's a good relationship that may turn into something not so good for one or the other parties in the future, they usually start out pretty exciting. But if you look back on the beginning of the toxic relationship that you may be listening to this podcast for, you're going to remember certain things from the beginning that you felt wasn't quite right, but you couldn't put your finger on it. And as the relationship grew, you might have started seeing more and more of these things that felt like they were maybe not normal or not appropriate or something done that maybe somebody who says they love you or really likes you or is trying to be your friend would not do. So we need validation in finding out why these things happen. Soon as it becomes more apparent in a relationship, that maybe there's something wrong or something's off, but you can't figure it out, what do we do? We start asking our friends. We might call our mom. We may seek counseling. We might even try confronting them and talking to them about it. But all of those things are an attempt to validate how we're feeling when we see these certain things in the beginning that feel off. As time goes on, or as the off behaviors seem to either increase in frequency or increase in intensity, we begin reading, we begin searching, we're Googling, we're buying books, we're looking for things that validate these feelings that seem off in a relationship that should be loving and caring. And again, all of those are an attempt to validate that what we are experiencing is happening. When we're searching for some kind of peace, we need validation to know why we're not getting it. We usually land on a diagnosis or we start researching personality traits or the effects that past traumas may have on people. And again, all of that stuff is to validate that this behavior that you're seeing in this relationship is not normal. Now, the research stage is a good stage. It answers many questions. People start seeing things for what they really are, but this research stage also leaves a lot of questions unanswered. Because if you read about a diagnosis, the toxic person in your life may fit 75%, but then the other 25% they don't fit. So do they fit that diagnosis or do they not fit that diagnosis? Maybe the behaviors come and go. Maybe they're not always present. Maybe they're only seen when somebody's stressed out. Maybe they come and go through the, with the seasons. So it doesn't really fit that personality disorder. We're responsible for dealing with these, you know, residual effects of traumatic upbringing. Like, is that our responsibility? When we find out that somebody's had a traumatic upbringing or has unhealthy parts to their past, we tend to feel sorry for them rather than understanding the fact that if they have a traumatic past and their behavior is from that, it's okay to validate that that's why they're behaving that way, but it is not your responsibility to take care of their previous traumas. 
If they're an adult, they're responsible for it. Even after all of this validation, where are you? You've called your mom, you've talked to your friends, you've done the research, you've read the diagnoses, you've you know, learned about the, trauma the traumatic parts of their past, and where are you? Oh, you're still sitting in the exact same spot, seeking yet more validation. It shouldn't be this hard, right? Like relationships shouldn't be hard. They should not be exhausting. A good relationship should not require a bunch of validation for questionable behavior. If the relationship is not healthy or you're not feeling safe or something's making you feel uncomfortable, it should be an easy answer. Maybe this relationship isn't for me. But why do we sit there and continue seeking validation? Why is it not so easy to leave? Why do we wait for one more thing to give us a reason to leave? The next time we fight, I'm changing something. If there's one more fact or if I find evidence of infidelity or an affair, one more time, that's enough validation for me. If they relapse into addictions one more time, I'm not going to take it anymore. One more moment of degrading and name calling and I've had it. The next time I feel in danger for my physical or emotional safety, that's when I'm going to make a change. That's when I'm going to leave. That's when I'm going to cut the toxic person off. That's when I'm going to take the time to take care of myself. Why is it that we're always waiting for one more thing? Well, there's a lot of reasons for that. And when I read through the posts in the support group, people are fighting with, why can't I validate this? I'm just waiting for one more thing to happen, one more affair, one more fight. Why can't I just do it now? Well, there's a lot of reasons to why you keep searching for validation. We've always been the one in the relationship to take the blame. It has always been made out to be our fault or somebody else's fault why they have behaved or are behaving that way. And because we have taken the blame for so long, now we need one more thing because we've already accepted the blame for all the things that happened in the past. So now we need one more thing to validate that it's not our fault. Toxic people don't take responsibility for their actions unless they're going to get them attention, unless they're a good achievement. They take responsibility for all the good stuff, but they won't take responsibility, they won't apologize, and they won't own up to their behaviors. So even if you're waiting for one more thing, that's going to be your fault too. But it seems like because the last 27 things were my fault, I have to wait for one more thing. We also seek validation because we've been trained to question ourselves. You know, maybe in the past I didn't try hard enough. Maybe I wasn't a good partner. Maybe I wasn't a good friend. Maybe I wasn't, maybe I wasn't doing enough. Maybe I didn't love them the way I was supposed to. Maybe I can do better. Maybe if I would change, then they would change because they've listed a whole bunch of things that they want me to change. So maybe if I do that, then they'll change. You know, was it me? Is it me? Am I the problem? We've been trained to question ourselves on every corner of this relationship. So we want to wait for one more thing that will prove that we were right and the problem wasn't us. 
We seek validation because we have already let so much slide that unless we wait for one more thing, we're going to look like a hypocrite. We've accepted things all along. We've allowed things to happen all along. And so right now we can't just pop out of the blue and say, that's it, I'm done. Because we've accepted it and we've let it slide and we've shoved it under the rug, we're going to sound like a hypocrite if all of the sudden we decide to set a boundary. I can't accept it five times and then set a boundary. I'm going to have to wait for one more thing to happen and then I'll attempt to set a boundary. That's when I'm going to finally stand up for myself. We seek validation because they reassure us that we don't need validation. They reassure us that the relationship is fine with them. If we have a problem with the relationship, it's our problem. It's normal to fight. It's normal to yell. Healthy relationships have disagreements. It's normal to forget. You shouldn't bring up the past. It's, it's normal to live in chaos. Nobody's life is calm. You know, and if you're feeling insecure in it, then that's your problem. And they reassure us that they're okay in the relationship, so we have to seek validation to why we're not okay with it. We hear things like, well, if you don't like it, then you better fix something. I don't have a problem with it, so if things aren't the way you want them, then you better fix them. Well, right there, we have taken on pretty much the whole responsibility of us being unhappy in a relationship or feeling unsafe in a relationship. It's because we're insecure. It's definitely not because they've done things that make us feel insecure. We're just insecure or we're overreacting or we're too sensitive. So because they reassure us that this relationship is normal, we yet have to find validation that it's not normal. Because heaven forbid we listen to our gut when our gut says something's not safe. We go, can we please have some validation for that? We seek validation because they deny the facts. And when they deny the facts, we turn into detectives. We start digging through things. We start seeking things. We start trying to prove that we have facts to validate how we're feeling, to validate that they've been lying, to validate that of their, you know, misbehavior and their mistreatments. We record conversations to remind them that they said stuff, which they'll deny anyway. The toxic person's biggest ammunition is to deny. Because if they deny they said it, or if they deny they did it, what are you going to do about it? So we end up turning into detectives, digging for facts and digging for validation because we know we have the facts, but when they deny it, what does it do? It makes us feel crazy. We have the facts in front of us, they deny it, so we continually keep digging and keep digging and keep digging for more and more validation because for some reason, we don't want to listen to the facts. We'd rather give them the benefit, the benefit of the doubt, let them deny it, and we continue to seek validation or wait for one more thing. In the end, as soon as we find one more thing, our great detective work is going to come up with some major, major breakthrough that proves that we're right and they're wrong. Guess what's going to happen? They're going to deny that too. So why are you spending the time waiting for one more thing when they're going to talk, your, talk themselves out of it? That didn't happen. I didn't say that. 
You're making things up in your head. So again, you go into detective mode because they're going to deny it. We seek validation because they will respond with anger or conflict. Here we go back to the, are you a stick fetcher? You have been programmed to avoid conflict and to keep them happy because we don't want to fight with people. And with proper validation, you'll know your answer before they get angry. So we seek for validation before we have to present it to them because they're going to respond in anger or it's going to end up in a fight. We have been trained not to make them angry. It always gets worse for us when they get angry. Toxic people don't run out of fight. You know, I talk about how they don't enter into conversations. They enter into verbal competitions. So they love it when you come to them with stuff. Because at the end of the conversation, you're going to take responsibility for whatever the conversation was about anyway. And normally, it does not come without conflict and it does not come without a fight. It doesn't come without blame and it doesn't come without criticism. So we seek validation because we know they're going to respond in anger or it's going to cause a conflict. So we can't bring up the past. So we have to wait for just one more thing. The, the truth of the matter is you've had validation all along. But in order to survive in a toxic relationship, we have to stuff things down. We have to sweep them under the rug because surviving with a toxic person means you forget what happens yesterday because you have to be prepared for what's gonna to happen today. So with all this stuff under the rug, if you'd move the rug, and we've talked about the rug in previous podcasts, if you'd move the rug, there's more validation under that rug than anything you would ever need. But because we've put it away, we've become used to the mistreatment, things aren't as big as they used to be. When toxic behaviors become normal, they impact us less. If it happens every day, it's not that big a deal. So it's harder and harder for us to find validation. You know, I've talked to people who have lived with a cheater their whole entire relationship. And their answer is, well, next time I catch them. Okay, have you looked how many people are under the rug already? Is 14 other ones not validation enough? Why are we waiting for another one? Because toxic people deny and make us take responsibility for their actions. So all that stuff that you've stuffed down, that you've had to forget to keep conflict down, doesn't count anymore. All of the stuff you've put up with, all of the things that you've questioned, all of the arguments that you've had, all of the times you've tried to set a boundary, those don't count anymore. So each time a conflict comes up, you have to validate one more thing. We let them get away with the mistreatment, with the manipulations, with the name callings, with the criticism, with isolation, punishment, belittling, all of it. But it disappears like it never happened because otherwise we feel like the bad person. We've accepted responsibility for their behavior so we feel like the bad person if we bring it back up again because we've already taken the blame for that. So we need one more thing to justify getting out of the relationship or letting that relationship go. We forget to look under the rug. We forget everything we've stuffed down and then we look ahead for one more thing. 
as painful as it may be, you need to start going back. You know, when I work with people, I have them do something called the toxic timeline. If you find yourself seeking validation, start writing down the things that you have stuffed under the rug. Pull those things out one by one. How did they get under the rug? Did you take responsibility for them? Did they deny them? Was it such a big fight that you just dropped it and never resolved it? Start writing those things down and I promise you there's plenty of validation in the things you've stuffed down. It's been there all along. So stop waiting for one more thing to choose yourself and what's best for you. Because when that one more thing shows up, the same thing is going to happen. And it's going to be one more thing and then just one more thing and the next time and when this happens and if this ever happens again. And all of a sudden, it's five years later and you're still saying, just one more thing. If I, if I can catch them in this lie one more time, if this ever happens again, and then all of a sudden, it's 10 years later and you're seeking the same validation you were seeking at the very beginning. So start thinking back on the things that have already happened that you've been forced out of survival mode to forget. The validation you are seeking is already there. Trust yourself. It's not normal. It's toxic. Thank you for listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. If your life is being affected by a toxic relationship, visit coachingwithdrheidi.com and take our free toxicity profile analysis or schedule a personalized consultation with Dr. Heidi. You can also follow us on Instagram at coachingwithdrheidi or join our private Facebook group at Strength Within. Take your first step to freedom today. And remember, it's not normal, it's toxic. Thank you.